Okay, so Petr okay, Petrasa. So how long has it been, bro? Long time, couple of years. <laughs> how you how how uh, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Just same old soccer, of course. I've sure. seen you've been doing a lot of new things. I saw the book that you made. That's yeah, cool. I have it right here. GoPro Soccer Secrets. This is the new one right here. That's the new one. Yeah, this is the new one. This is the second one. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's probably like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, to be honest. Yeah. So. That's good. Though. Yeah, man. I mean, you're doing big things yourself, right? You're on TFC. Uh, where are you playing at right now? Is it the first team? Right, right? now, right now, still playing with the second team, but like been with the first team quite a bit for the past two years in preseason whatsoever. So, just yeah. slowly making my way there. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So before we dive into yeah. that, let's um introduce yourself to the people. Like, you know, your first name, your age, and uh, you know, your background. Where you come from? Okay. Uh, my name is Luca Petrasso. Um. I'm 19 years old, so I'm 2000. Uh, I've been playing soccer since I was around four years old. Uh, locally in Woodbridge, Kleinberg, Vaughn, those are my local teams. And then I, I went to the Toronto FC Academy when I was 12. And then ever since then, I've been with them for quite a bit now, for almost eight years, nine years. And then I signed my professional contract when I was 17. Nice. Congratulations on that. I don't think I got the chance to say that, but right now, congratulations, bro. <laughs> Thank you. So how do we, how do you, how do we know we, um, Excuse me. How do we know each other? Uh, we used to play uh, soccer back in the days in club soccer. I you know Woodbridge. Uh, those were the days when like everyone was starting to come up, and there was a lot, a lot of big teams. There's Woodbridge, Vaughn, Mordell, and then and that's when we had one of our, our we had one of the best teams. I'm pretty sure, and we went to the Ontario Cup and won. Yeah. But like for me knowing you, I always knew that you were that player in the center mid that would always used to mark up certain players and lock them down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but we always had a good connection back then, obviously, and then. Now, obviously, we're still friends. So, but yeah, we knew each other since since soccer as kids and club soccer. So, for sure. And now we're just reconnecting, and you're doing yeah. huge, huge things at Toronto FC. And how's that whole experience going on for yourself? Um, I uh, since I joined the academy, obviously, there's cool experiences playing against uh, other academy teams, other European teams, um, the tournaments like Dallas Cup tournaments I went to in Italy and so forth, but. Like now when I'm coming to around when I was 17 where I signed and 18 and I started playing professional games. I used to train like with players like Jovinko when he was there. Wow. And like now I'm training with like Altador and all those guys. So those are players I look up to, obviously. Nice. And then like local Canadian boys like Osario and stuff. So like players that kind of play in my position that now I'm starting to see like like firsthand like how it takes to come to the next level. So it's going good. Right. So and you, you're interacting with these guys on a daily basis and you have personal relationships with them. So, you know, how is that as, you know, being, having that relationship with them? How is that? Um, it's cool. Like it's obviously like as a kid when like, when you watch them at BMO field, like from the stands, like I used to be a ball boy for TFC yeah. and I would only see them from a certain distance. So, but like when you come into a stage where you're like, being called in to train with the first team where you're training with them in preseason like you can see exactly what they do they talk to you they become close with you uh like i remember like i think it was last year in preseason when jovinko was there uh we and him used to play poker together at the table after dinner so like those are like like little connections you know but like locally like the canadian boys like liam osario and them i become very close with because i used to play with them in the academy especially liam right so, uh, but like as it comes to like now when i'm training with them regularly uh, it's it's very good. It's cool. It's different, but like now, just become naturally into the environment and, and just adapting to it every day. So it's good. Nice. I like the fact that you said it's natural, right? It's organic. Yeah. The relationship and 
I was just watching a video with Kobe, the interview with Kobe, and he was saying that all his friends or they were all in line with the one thing that he was doing, which was basketball. So would you say the same for yourself? Like every everyone around you, friend wise, is soccer, or do you still include people that are not a part of the soccer? No, no, yeah, yeah. I have obviously I have very close friends that I that they might have not like play uh, soccer anymore. Like I'm pretty sure you know like Rossi, obviously. Oh wow, so he, he is still my best friend for sure. Even yeah. though he went separate ways to go and play, uh, went to school in Montreal. Nice, still nice. playing soccer there, but I stayed here and, and tried to pursue professionally. Right. I'm still very close with him. He's one of my best friends for sure, and, and for a long time he will be. But I have many other close guys and and friends that I've been with since in elementary school and stuff. They still reconnect. Yeah. Then I also say I have a strong bond with the people that I've been with in soccer for a couple of years. So uh, it's a mixture of both. So it's good. Nice, nice. So you're keeping a flow, yeah. balance, and you know, is the main goal uh, TFC or are you looking anywhere else? Like, are you just focused on TFC right now? Um. Uh. It's depends certain situations like right now i'm under my uh last year contract whatever it is yeah but uh obviously a goal would be to obviously go and play in europe that's a dream of mine for sure for sure and uh if that comes obviously to play for the first team is obviously a dream but whatever opportunity comes and interest it'd be a dream to go play in europe for sure nice so europe you're very open that's nice yeah. and um you know going back to the javinko you're italian correct yeah so javinko's italian as well right yeah. Were you? Uh, do you speak Italian? I can understand it a little bit. Right, right. A little bit, but obviously not as good as him. So. <laughs> Would you say it created a different type of relationship that you guys had um, because of that background connection? Yeah, because he obviously in TFC there's not many Italians. There's a few like Peruzza and them. So when he was there, he was kind of like the, especially in Toronto, he's like the main Italian. Right, right, right. Coming into the city, playing <laughs> for the club, like every, everybody in Woodbridge was like, "Holy, this guy's coming to play for us." So. Uh, like, but like, yeah, there's lo- lo- local kids in the academy and stuff that were Italian. So like, it's a, obviously you're able to reconnect and, and connect with him in a different way. Nice. So, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Jordan Perusa, we reconnected at the office and Rocco, we just did an interview like last week. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I talk to? I talked to Stefan. Yeah. Yeah. I just talked to he Stefan. Yeah. He's at school right now. So, and I'm reconnecting with you. So this is awesome, man. This is awesome. Yeah. What do you think is going on with this whole COVID-19? Like how are you coping with it right now? Uh, obviously it's very weird because they come into like a, a, a bad moment where you just kind of like begin the season. Right. So, uh, but like at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do because it's affecting the whole world. So as long as people are just following the rules and staying healthy, yeah. everyone's got to do their individual part to, to come together as a whole and fix it. So, but yeah, but, uh, overall, like since it's been like almost a month now, I'm just been staying home, trying to stay fit, play video games, whatever it is. For sure, I, I remember yeah. we used to we used to kill it in the FIFA on Xbox yeah. 360. <laughs> um, and yeah. the connection with Rocco, I remember, uh, you know, shout out to you, um, you and your dad. You guys brought us out to a Raptors game. Yeah. Uh, me, it was me, you, and Rossi. Wow, wow. So, <laughs> give Rossi, give Rossi a shout. Tell him I say hi, yeah. friends. Yeah, I will for sure. Um, so. You know, you signing your first professional contract, did you, you know, back in the day, did you know that, you know, it was possible or that you were going to accomplish such a thing? Um, I, I'm back in, back then, obviously, my, my dream when I first uh, joined TFC was always to reach that goal to sign professionally. Right. And to play for the club, uh, especially my hometown. And then when it came to that point where I was around 
16, 17 years old, or I, I, there was an opportunity to take the next step to the second team and sign a professional contract, which uh, that's when I knew it was serious. Yeah. And then that's when I, once I first signed it, and then I became into like, because I was one of the younger guys in the team. And then after that, it was just became a mentality that you want to keep going, you want to take it to the next level. You got to do the extra stuff, especially as a young kid. And then when you get the chance, you got to play. Yeah. So, uh, but like once it, now I can like see it, I can feel it. I like I have the chance that. I know I'm a very good player. I have the chance to take it to the next level, so I just got to keep working and and just having fun is the most important part. So, wow, I like yeah. the fact that you said ha- like having fun. That's a really big point. Yeah. And uh, you said feeling it, like you feel it. That's uh, a yeah. that's internal, right? So, yeah. very deep, very deep points that you shared with us right now. And uh, you know, what kind of confidence does this bring to you? Um. Well, like now especially like when i'm when when you like get into the team and you're playing regular games and you're and you're starting and it just becomes more confidence like especially i'm still young i'm only 19 so yeah. i don't know what's going to happen in many years to come but like you just got to get the feel like as a kid coming up into that level of becoming 18 19 and you have the chance to become a professional like it's just all about that level sacrifice for me it's just like if you want to take it to the next level you got to do the extra things you got to do the things that other people wouldn't do so as, as much as you want it you got to go and get it like there's, there's no like question about it like you can sit there all you want at home and say you want it but if you don't do anything then you're not going to get it so right that's just mentality for me so yeah, it's now, naturally, naturally, just build up a, a, a more confident, like when I'm playing, I have more confidence when I'm going into training with the first team. I'm not as nervous anymore as I used to be when I was a kid. So it's just like just confidence just becomes getting stronger and stronger. And the more confident you are, the better you, you'll play on the field for sure. Exactly. I totally agree with you. And you, again, you're sharing so many great points. You know, talk. we talk a lot about sacrifice with a whole bunch of players. And that's one of the main points that I have in the book is, you know, we're talking about sacrifice, you know, family sacrifice, friend sacrifice social yeah. sacrifice so you know sh- share a couple of sacrifices that you had to make i mean you know one of the biggest sacrifices that you've ha- ever had to make in your life in your personal experience mm, well for me i had when i was young i used to play hockey triple a hockey oh yeah i remember yeah, so yeah. i had a, like and i was i was big when i was around like 10 11 years old playing triple a because then the next level is just like you're starting to pursue going to ohl and whatever it is but for me i was playing i was juggling both of those uh, sports at the same time, like going to train on, on a Tuesday night playing hockey and then going Wednesday to play soccer. Like wow. my parents would drive me everywhere. So then, then when it came to a point where I, I had a chance to go into TFC Academy and then that's when I decided which one I wanted to pursue. And obviously for me, I wanted to go into to soccer. Just personally, I knew I, I was better at playing soccer than I was at hockey and I knew I can go further. Right. And then uh, obviously I loved this. I love both sports, but I loved uh, soccer more. And then, um, that, that was one of the, the major things because even though like I'm locally I have I stay at home like it's different when players like my brother who went to Europe at a young age that's a huge sacrifice to leave home at like 15 right and go and play in Europe and stay there by yourself for a long time so but just locally like for me that was one of my biggest sacrifices just to just to focus and, and put my my main effort towards soccer and I just blocked out everything and and just keep going every day so nice and you said block out everything what are, what are some things that you had to block out? Just like growing up, like even now, like uh, 17, 18, like when you come into the high school, you come into like the friends, you come into the partying, like when you have a game on a Saturday and people are going out with your friends on a Friday night, like obviously you want to go, you want to be with them, you want to enjoy your time, but there's certain things where you can't do, you got to, you got to take the next level, you got to do the, the certain things to go into the next level. So that was a big thing for me and I still have that mentality every day. 
like just eating well, exercising every day, doing extra work at home, just, just certain little things that can get you like a two, one to two percent further than somebody else. So, and these are things that you'd say positively, positively uh, affect you, right? Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So, you know, share with us the process of um, signing the professional contract, like you know, not many players or the next generation of soccer players growing up right now know like what it takes. Give us some insight, give them insight on, you know, what are, what is the process? What does it take? What do you need to do? Uh, uh, so for me, when I, uh, I signed it when I was 17 and then that's when I was making the jump from the academy into the professional environment. Um, it's just more of like, uh, there's a lot of kids, especially in the academy, well, even now, that we have uh, the Canadian Premier League, so it gives kids a better opportunity to sign professionally instead of like, everybody wanted to go to Europe back then if they wanted to pursue professionally. Yeah. Or now, it's, since the MLS is so big, there's other opportunities in the MLS. But uh, it just there's there's more of an opportunity now, especially in Canada as the sport is growing, for kids to sign professionally, and the Canadian Premier League is giving that option for many players, especially coming my age or younger and older. Yeah. Like, if you think you can go professionally somewhere in Europe, you have a chance to do it at home, especially, like, Europe 9 or, up, uh, like, local channels like Forge and stuff like that. So, but personally, for me, to sign a professional contract, it was just about uh, working hard every day, going to training every day. It's just about just being yourself. Like, even though you go into the field, you have coaches are telling you what to do. It's just the most important part is you go on the field, you have fun, you do what you do. If you're a certain player, you, you don't change the way you are. You, you have to do what you have to do to become the best. So, And then when it came to 17, that's when I signed my personal contract. And there's just a just a quick process of just like having talks with the club, whatever it was. At the time, I didn't have an agent when I was 17. So right. I kind of did it all on my own. Nice, nice. <laughs> So, but now I come to a point, I, I just got an agent like a couple of years ago. So now, now it's just more business and stuff like that. But back then when I was 17, I just, I looked at it, I signed it right away and that's it. I started playing. Right. And so, yeah. I know, I know uh, previous players that I've uh, connected with too, you know, signing a contract, you know, sometimes you have to be careful, right? You were talking yeah. about, you just signed it. So like, you know, was, was your relationship with the people that you were signing the contract with a good relationship? Did you trust yeah, these yeah. people? Yeah. I had a very good relationship with the, especially with the certain people that were at the club at the time, yeah. three years ago. So, um, and then the coaches that were telling me what to do, and like the local coaches in the academy and stuff. So I had a very good connection. I knew what I wanted to do at the time, nice. and I don't have any regrets of signing that contract for sure. So nice. now it's now I'm here, so I'm doing good. So yeah, man, I wish you all the best to continue with all, uh, everything yeah. that you're doing. You know exactly what you want to do, especially yeah. like through this conversation. I hear the passion. I hear the love. So, you know, it's great, man. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, okay. What advice would you share, you know, with people that will be watching this, that want to become professional players? You know, what advice would you share with them? I mean, not, let's just not say advice, but what would you share with them? You know, what tips would you give them for sure? Um, for kids that are coming up and, and really getting the feel that they want to become professional, they want to take it to the next level. They want to go in school and play soccer, NCA. Like those are like really big steps that you take when you when you're coming in high school. So, for me, just as a kid, it's it's just that I would give to advice is no matter what, you always work hard, even if you're having bad days. No matter what, you still get up and you do what you have to do. Right. Uh, there's obviously soccer is not going to be perfect every day. You're not going to be playing every game of the season 90 minutes and then and playing amazing. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be whatsoever. 
but either way, you just have to keep working hard. You have to go out there and have fun. Yeah. No matter what, that's the biggest thing for me. You always have to go and play with a smile on your face because if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then you shouldn't be doing it. Exactly. And then um, another tip uh, for kids is is that doing extra little things at home or extra little things on off days to, to, to get you better in certain aspects. That was a big thing for me. Like, uh, I when it came to a certain point, 18, 19 years old, I would, I would go into the gym at certain times just to become bigger, become faster, certain things just to, to have when you're going into a game, which is which is very important for me now. So Nice, nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is a little off topic from the question that I just asked, but what is the difference between, you know, professional players, you know, playing with professional players, playing the games, practices between the amateurs, would you say? Uh, What's like uh, the, what are big, uh, what are big differences that stand out? Yeah. So for me, when I made the jump from the academy to playing with the, the reserve team and then playing with the first team, uh, a big a big thing is more just the the, the physical part, the fast the, the fast how how fast they move the ball, how fast players are. So it's different because when you go into academy and you're comfortable with the players that you play with every day, mm. and you know that you're like one of the top players, so you go out to training and you perform every day. But when you go and play with big players and on the Toronto FC's first team for example yeah. like if you make a mistake they're on you right away like there's there's no uh, there's no like second chances like if you yeah. make a mistake and you cause a goal they're going to rip into you in front of everyone in the field and right. then that's the difference because when you go into play in big stadiums at BMO Field and you play MLS games for the national team whatever it is you make a mistake and they score it all it all happens around you so that's a big thing coming for me now even though I'm 19 is that when you're training with those players that you got to be sharp. You got to be focused. You don't like you listen to them. You do you do what they tell you, and then you perform at the best. So that's a big thing for me. Performing and have you ever had any experiences like that where it's like you made a mistake and it's like fuck, and then yeah. <laughs> did you ever have any of those or? Uh, yeah, I've had a couple of those. Now I'm become more comfortable. So when I'm training now, that I'm very comfortable with them. I adapt to the speed of play. But when I first got into it, when, uh, training with them when I was 17, 18. It's like if you make a mistake, they're gonna yell at you, and you're gonna to have to take it. You can't say anything back to them. So, but that's a good thing. Like you need you need people to put pressure on you. You need to make sure that someone's always watching you and 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 making sure you're doing the right things because they actually care about you. They don't just you don't just go into first team training and and just be thrown in there and whatever, and then you're out the next week. No, they put you in there because you're good enough, and they want to see how you are with other players. So, that's a big thing. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing, man. And. You know, overall, you know, your whole experience. How long have you been at TFC for? Uh, eight years now. Eight years, yeah. Wow, eight years is a long time. So what, what yeah. perks come with being at TFC? Um, well, if you now, now that the academy is starting very young, like I think there's around 10-year-olds, 10, 9-year-olds, 8-year-olds oh, that wow. are starting. So if you're starting at a very young age, especially kids that, younger kids that want want to go in at 11 12 years old yeah. it's a perfect time to go into academy because you're you're getting the professional environment you're getting treated like a professional the training's very good you get to go and play uh tournaments in, against other mls clubs you get to play in tournaments in europe and experience that so that was a big thing for me yeah. when i went there in the academy i knew i had the chance to 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 play at a higher level and instead of playing at club soccer as, as we say but i also had the chance to go to school and play an ncaa but i just made the decision to stay home and and pursue playing professional so nice yeah nice so would you rec would you recommend players you know if they have the opportunity to come out to tfc and take the chances over there or 
you know, what would you recommend uh, to younger players? Um, for sure, uh, when you're at a young age, I, if you have a chance to go and try out the TFC or whatever it is, another MLS academy, or if you have a chance to go to Europe and play in an academy over there yeah. at a young age, those are opportunities you shouldn't miss. Like You should take it, uh, even though you might be making sacrifices. It might be hard at a certain point. It might affect you at that moment, but it's going to help you in the long run. That's for sure. Right. That's a guarantee. I know that, and I've seen it firsthand. So uh, that's that's a big thing for me, if, especially kids at a young age, that to take those chances. If you have a chance to go play in the academy, um, go and do it. Go and see how it is. If you like it, that's great because you the more you get, you get into that environment, the better it is for you. And you said your brother uh, left uh, the country at 15? Mm-hmm. He went to go play uh, for uh, QPR when he was 15. He left TFC Academy. And how long yeah. was he over there for? He was there until he was around 21, 22, and then he came to the MLS with Montreal. Montreal. And right, where is he right now? Now he's playing for York 9 for this year, yeah, in the Premier League, Canadian Premier League. CPL. So what are your yeah. opinions and thoughts on the CPL? I think the CPL is great for what they're doing. Even though it was the first year last year, it, it was the the overall league. It was amazing. You could see the the high quality of players, like players that were playing in Sigma. Yeah. I got the chance to go and play professional for Ford. That was most of their team. You can see players that were playing locally in Vaughan that didn't get a chance to play professional until the Canadian Premier League came in. Yeah. You can see like everybody watches the the, the Canadian Premier League. MLS clubs are looking at it. Other clubs are looking at it because it's the the first division in Canada soccer, so it's the highest division. So it's it's a very good league, especially I give it a couple more years and and it can just it can grow and grow as big as it as MLS is now, but how or MLS was in, in the beginning is that's how the Canadian Premier League is starting to form. So I think it's an amazing league for for players that are looking to become professional players and stay home in Canada. I think it's amazing. Right, I agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. Now I just want to dive in because we're living in twenty twenty. We have you know devices. We got these cell phones, right? Yeah. So, um. A chapter in a book in this uh, in the book Go Pro Soccer Secrets. I talk about um, let me see. So I talk about on chapter five soccer in the digital era. Mm-hmm. Right. So how would you say, you know, cell phones and social media has affected us as athletes? Um, as athletes, because it plays a big role. <laughs> it does. It does play a big role. Uh, you can even see the the high the biggest professional players in the world. Like uh, you can see like every little thing that you do, especially at that at that level, players that are playing in the Premier League, whatever it is. Yeah. Like everything is is being seen. Everything is being spotted. So, um, I think social media does play a big role because everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, everybody is on it for like six seven hours a day. So, right. So everyone can see what you're doing. Everyone can see what you're posting, but. I know, I know it becomes a big part of our life because we need it. Uh, I, I don't, I don't uh, abide by that. People, people need a, a social media to do certain things. Um, but as a professional or as players that in the world, if you don't, you don't focus too much on what, what people are saying on, on the internet, you kind of just block that out and you just focus on yourself because yeah. a lot of it is fake news. A lot of it is not fake real. Yeah. It's just publicized to, to make <laughs> people think that this is going on or this transfer is happening as an example like i've seen all the transfers of big players like mbappe or going to real madrid and stuff like that right like nobody knows everything changes every day so it's just kind of like you can focus on certain things and then you can block out the certain stuff that you shouldn't be really focusing on and just kind of focus on yourself exactly yourself that's that's very very important um yeah 
Let me see. Wait. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this was great content, man. Um, we went through most of the things that I wanted to ask you and conversate about. Um, yeah. I think um, maybe I think it would be cool if you wanted to to like share your story a little bit, like you know where you came from and like where you are now. I mean, if you want to give like a long story short or whatever the case might be, like whatever you feel comfortable yeah. with. Um, so for me. I said I started soccer when I was four years old, and then I went into the the youth ranks of playing club soccer with the local the local clubs that were that were close to me. Yeah. Um, and then um, when I went into Toronto FC Academy, great experience. I loved every moment of that. Played against big clubs. Played against PSG when I was fourteen years old against those academy players. I played against Arsenal last year, and their academy players. So, I think overall for me is the experience that that. It takes a lot of hard work to get to where you want to be. That that is a guarantee. That there there are certain players that have that mentality, and, and then you come to see when you come older and older how how much how important it is to have that mentality to work hard no matter what it takes. Right. Because um, when I was younger, I didn't I didn't think about doing the extra work. I didn't think about going into the gym before training and doing certain stretches. Like now, when I come to that point, recovery is another big one. Recovery. It just. All of those things are, are very important to me now, and, and like I can't miss out on certain things. So, and, and then now I'm 19, and I'm at a, I feel that I've been doing very well. I'm getting the chances to play with the first team, going with them during preseason, and, and playing with those players. So, I'm very happy for where I am now. I, I don't know what's going to happen in the future or what's going to happen after this quarantine, but, but yeah. for now, I'm, I'm enjoying it and, and just, just being happy and, and enjoying life, even though there's going to be struggles. Like, people think that. Every professional player or people that are trying to become professionals is life is amazing, life is easy. It's not like that at all. Like there's sure. there's times where you're struggling, there's times where you're upset, where things aren't going your way. That you just have to come back to the ground and, and just focus on yourself. Yeah. Lay out the things that are important to you, block up the things that aren't important to you, and just and keep pursuing your goal no matter what. So I like that you said that it's not always going to be positive, right? For sure. And yeah. I mean, like one of the biggest disappointments I've had. I mean, what was like very powerful and empowering was like when I was in England for six weeks and I got picked up by yeah. Reading FC, a division yeah. two team, right? And uh, they were choosing between me and another player from Dortmund and they ended up choosing the other player, right? But again, like it's that process of like the transfer market between, or the transfer between Canada and the UK is very hard, yeah. to, uh, you know, the difference between Canada and German because of that agreement yeah. for transfers, right? So, you know, but that's what gave me the ultimate confidence to like believe in myself to say like this exactly. is possible for exactly. right so exactly. you know what would you say for yourself was like you know the biggest disappointment but you know it gave you huge amounts of confidence empowerment um, so i've had a couple like i've had i think it was no two years ago i had a i had a heart surgery on me out of, oh. out of nowhere i had heart surgery just training one day um i collapsed to the ground uh, i blacked out had to be rushed to hospital they found out that I was born with um, a rhythm, you know, which is an irregular heartbeat. After 18 years, they found out I was born with it, and then I was in the hospital, um, and then they had to plan on my surgery. This is when I first signed my professional contract, did the wow. surgery. I was out for about half the season. So that was a, a, a thing that came to my mind, and I had all that time off to think about certain stuff because 
when I was 18, when I was for those 18 years, I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. There was no problems with me. I had nothing going on. I, w- I was healthy. I was fit. I was training every day. And then something like that just snaps out like nowhere. Crazy. And it changes your whole life, changes your whole perspective of um, what you have to do in the field, certain things you have to do to take care of your body. And there was no reason to why it happened. It just, they just told me that it happened out of nowhere. Right. That, and then it just, it just happened to be when I was at a certain age and they found that I was born with it. Then whatever the surgery happened, they fixed it and I got back into playing. And then now I feel even better. I feel even fitter. Like it's a, it kind of just brought to me like, even though that thing happened to me, it was a downfall and it was, it was, it was scary at the time. Now yeah. I'm, I'm feeling good and I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling better. I, I feel great when I'm playing. I feel healthy. So that's not a, a, a bother to me anymore. Yeah. Um, things that are that have helped me and, and given me confidence, even though things didn't work out. Um, I've had interest from a couple of clubs in Europe. Uh, I've had talks with a couple of clubs, whatever it was, with my agents. Yeah. Uh, even though things don't work out, even though things might pass on, that's just how soccer works. It's the business. Yeah. Even though if one club wants you, you don't think that, oh, okay, I'm going there and signing there. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot of things that happen with it, especially how you experienced right but that gives me it gives you a confidence to say that okay there's there's clubs that are interested in you there's bigger clubs that like you uh they like the player that you are so it, it makes you confident it makes you good enough to go and play a certain level so exactly. when i go into the field i i feel confident and i feel able to do certain things so just it's just kind of in your mind that like even though i'm still young especially when you were young when you did that certain point yeah. um it gives you confidence that like there's people watching you you're good enough to do certain things so just a matter of time for something to work out so for sure and I'm, I'm, i never knew anything about that and i'm happy that you're fit and healthy man yeah yeah, yeah man. thank you um yeah i i agree with you and um what was i gonna say i was gonna ask you do you think like having an agent is important or is it just like like um, what's, what's the use of an agent you know for players well, i don't even know yeah uh when I signed, I didn't have an agent. I did it all myself, yeah. basically. Uh, the club just came to me and said, we want to sign you. So I looked at it, whatever, looked over with my parents. I didn't have, I wasn't signed to an agent, so I didn't have an agency to help me with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had I had my brother's agent at the time when he was playing at QPR. We kind of just looked over it, whatever. Just, but at the time, I was young, so I didn't have an, I didn't have my own agent that was texting me or, or telling me what's going on, details about... Um, what's going on in, in the soccer world, whatever it was, but an agent in general just kind of just helps you when if you're looking to go and play in Europe. Uh, I know a couple of younger players that wanted to get an agent to get them trials in Europe. It gets you trials in Europe because they have connections. Right. Um, it's just just a, overall, it's, it's just a, a thing that can help you with get, getting you opportunities to go to get you to a club, to get you to a trial to a club, or just just someone there, an agency group or a person is just there to kind of just guide you along the way. Uh, they they have they give you a pathway they help you out with what you want to do if you have anything you need they help you with whatever it is but it's just more around the soccer business it's just giving players that are starting younger that are looking to get agents you look into it you don't you don't rush into that kind of stuff you're looking for the right ones you talk to other you talk to certain people and then if you want to go for example go on trial in Europe you get an agent to get you a connection to go on trial and whatever happens happens so I just I got an agent. I think around a year and a half, two years ago, and then, and then that's it. So there's just they help you with a lot of things. Just specifically, there's many things that they can help you with. So right, and you said around like eighteen, seventeen is when you got your first first agent, and you said this is something that you should be taking your time with. I, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, you know, 
the trash talk. This was like a great con- this was a great conversation, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I feel like I haven't you know, I feel like we've been talking for, you know, the six, seven, eight years that we haven't, you know, where we come to reconnect right now, I feel like we haven't, you know, disconnected at all. For and, sure. And I wanted to ask, like, you know, when you first seen or heard I was writing a book, the GoPro well, the first one is called I Wanna Become a Professional Soccer Player when you seen it or did you hear about it first or did you see it yeah i i saw it i heard about it yeah and then because i saw i was playing uh with fruits and i saw that he went and did um he looked at the book and he did the interview with you in the office and stuff and that's when i first saw about it yeah and then um i was just thinking i was like wow that's crazy because like yeah. i didn't i never talked i never we didn't, like we didn't we don't really talk as much as we used to when we were like 11 or we were 10 11 years old right but then when i saw that you were doing that i was like wow that's crazy like you're you're starting your own business. You're kind of just, you're kind of like publicizing yourself. Right. You're showing what you want to do. You're taking, you're making a book, which I think nobody that I've, like I've ever known has made a book. Right. A book soccer <laughs> and, and a book, and a book, especially like that, it gives, it gives kids a chance to, to read something, to learn, to learn tips, especially from yourself who's played it. Right. Played it before. So you understand the game, you know what it is, you give tips and then you're getting, you're getting questions and interviews with other players that right. you played with especially at a young age and they give them tips as well. And when you come together, you make a book. It, it often opens opportunities for younger players, for younger kids to look at it and to explore and to see what it is. So I thought it was amazing what you were doing. Thank you. I've never seen that, that before. So yeah, <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's exciting. It's exciting stuff. It's exciting stuff. And it's like I'm very exciting. Yeah. things like this have uh, reconnected me with you and with so many players that I've played in the past. Right. Um, and like, what advice would you share with, the next generation of players growing up right now what would you share with them because you're a professional you're a professional football you're living breathing eating sleeping <laughs> football right now you're doing it so you know the people want to know what you would say right what would you share with them um just like tips that i would give them uh, yeah, for kids for sure. the next generation that are coming up for sure that want to that want to go pro I they're wanna, hungry they want to do this yeah Right. And, uh, and to add on top of that, right, because some of them might not have parents that know the steps that they need to yeah. take to get there. Right. Like I know for myself, I never had that. I had a single mom. You know, all, yeah. all I knew is that she she loved me. She took care of me. She cleaned me. She fed me. And she had dedication to what I wanted to do, which was soccer. And she drove me to every practicing game, even though she didn't know how, you know, the steps to get me where I wanted to go. She was still there. Right. And I had to figure it out on my own. And it's brought me to England, France, you know, all over the yeah. United States, you know. So. You know, it's a journey that I have to continue and pursue by myself. But I know, like, for some players, they've had background experience from, you know, brothers, parents. And that's an amazing thing. That's a great thing. And, you know, some players that are growing up right now don't have these things. So, you know, things like interviews and books and, you know, there's so many things that could help, you know, the next generation, especially with technology, right? We could share the information yeah. with them, right? So for me, for like you were saying, for kids that don't have... Uh, that background knowledge, that background of a family that's played soccer, they've they've done other professional sports, they have a professional environment. Um, it's just it's just for kids that are coming up and younger. It depends on what sport you want to play. It doesn't matter what sport you want to play. It can be soccer, tennis, whatever it is. Yeah. If you really want it, you want it that bad. You, you no matter what, you have to put your mind to it. You have to work as hard as you can. I can say that over and over again, but it's true. You have to work as hard as you can. You can't just work for one day and expect, okay, I can take the next day off. It doesn't work like that. Exactly. Because as this soon as it comes, like right now, it's my job. So that is my job. I have to go in every day. I have to work every day. I can't do certain things. I have to perform with my best, or else sooner or later, it just it can just fall apart and go back. It can go back downhill, and you don't want you don't want that to happen. So, 
uh, for younger kids that are since now there's so much technology and, and there's so many big players and, and inspirational players around the world and whatever it is for soccer particularly uh, for me it was always it was watching certain players so players that I looked up to were Messi of course um, there's Paulo Dybala there was Ozil there were so yeah. many of those players in my certain position so when it comes to technology and kids just trying to grow up I want uh, for me that I would want is for kids to go outside no matter what you go outside you play you enjoy you play with your friends that's what I used to do when I was a kid in elementary school I would go out there and I'd play for hours and I wouldn't complain at all that's when you know you want it like that's when you know you feel it you love playing the sport you have no complaints um, learning like reading books like you are like you're making a book you made two books already so you learn like I, I read books as well I read books on life I read books on mindfulness and stuff like that yeah. it doesn't always have to be about soccer it can be about anything else it can sure. take you away it takes you away from the sport itself but you learn you learn from other people you learn from people's experiences that's a big thing for me i always watch um professional players people's experiences i see chelsea i see all the all the kids like mason mount coming up yeah. i see all the documentaries i watch uh the man city all or nothing like you see how it is like on a day-to-day -day basis in their their life yeah and you try to put it into your perspective and it gives you motivation it gives you dedication to keep on achieving and keep on achieving your goals no matter what no matter what the case is so people that don't have that background, that don't have that knowledge. And for those that have that, that professional environment, it, it's perfect because you're surrounded by family members, you're surrounded by friends, you're surrounded by players that, that, that have experienced it, that have taken it to the next level and you want to achieve those goals, you should always look up to those players. Right. You should always look up to those people in your family because you want to be as good as them, you want to be as better as them. And if you don't have that background, this becomes to you wanting it deep down in your heart. If you really want it that bad, like you will go and get it. Like exactly, you'll create it for sure. Yeah, you'll create it yourself. But you don't, you don't need someone to help you to get there. You can get there yourself. And when it comes to a certain point where you look at others and you need people from other, you need uh, questions, you need answers from other people. That's when you can explore with them. So, but deep down, as a young kid, it just comes from yourself because. When you're around 11, 12 years old, you don't worry about becoming a professional. You just worry about having fun and, and enjoying it. And then that's the big thing for me is just not to get too caught up in all the business and stuff like that, but keep on enjoying it because things happen naturally. Like I could wake up the next day and, and somebody could want me. I could wake up the next day and I could be playing for another big club. Like that's just how it happens. That's just how the business happens. You never know what happens. So that's just how it is for me. Just keep on enjoying it every day. That's a big thing. For sure. And I, I mean, honestly, I think your mindset is great on, you know, just overall life and, you know, you just, you're experiencing where you want to go in football. And yeah. uh, I wish you all the best. And I obviously know, I mean, at least in my head, I know that you're going to be successful as you are already right now. I think you're going to be big already. Um, so yeah, man. Um, you know, Luca, thank you for your time. I really appreciate no this. Problem. No problem. Yeah, bro. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share? Any questions or anything? You know, uh, I just want to say thank you for having me. Uh, it was good to reconnect and, and talk about this work because I I don't usually do this, especially in quarantine. I haven't talked about talked about it with anyone, yeah. so <laughs> it's good to reconnect and like give my thoughts about what it takes and experiences that I've had and my mindset and whatever it is to help to give to younger kids and younger professionals. So I'm happy to do that. No matter what, I always help out people. I always help out local friends and the local community that's important to me where I come from so I'll always be able to help out others so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and appreciative for you coming to ask me to talk so thank, thank you yeah. so, um, thank you Luca so uh, I think that's, that's that was great okay. alright